Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast, episode 189. And my very special guests on today's show are Seb, Darren and Antonio of the band Them Bloody Kids. Um, They are, well, they're a new band to me. They've been around for a couple of years, um, but they have uh, released a brand new single called Freedom of Peace. And there's also another one called Do What You Do. And they've got a whole bunch of others online as well with videos. So please check that out. They've got a brand new album coming out in April um, on Blood Blast Records. It was produced by Justin Hill, uh, which you'll find out all about in the uh, actual interview as well. So I'm not going to spoil any more of that. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to um, my previous guests on the show, uh, JR of Love and Death and uh, Biff Byford of Saxon. Uh, both fantastic guests and very well-received um, podcasts, which has been great Um Lots of people listening now, so this is good. I want this to continue. I want people to find out new music. I want people to discover these bands, or they just want to hear bands they've, they they love um, talk about their music, because uh, that's what I'm here for. And uh, yeah, so please keep rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing, all that kind of good stuff that helps this keep going. Um, in other news, uh, my new show, The Dirt Chamber, has now officially started on Total Rock. It occupies the same um, uh, time as the other one's time and date as the other one as uh, crossing the streams i should say and uh, which is sunday 6 p.m uk time um and it's basically a refined uh, version of crossing the streams uh, it has a name now that um that i'm comfortable with or more comfortable with um and if you know what it references then um yeah you know what it references on that front um so it's a it's basically a tribute to that and uh yeah um with that we're still doing i'm still doing live streams so on the 5th of march uh schism rock club twitch page and total rocks uh twitch page are going to be hosting a live virtual nightclub um again uh this will be our third one and um yeah it's been going great so far so please do check that out subscribe to the channels follow the channels um um, and tune in uh it usually starts around about 10 o'clock and then goes on till sometime in the morning i'm on usually around about midnight so um you'll get to hear live versions of um basically the dirt chamber and other stuff as well in in as much as the mixing styles and stuff like that um yeah but do come along uh do enjoy it it's free entry um you get private toilets uh all that kind of good stuff because you're in the comfort of your own home you get to pick your drinks as well get cheap drinks around um but yeah, that's that's pretty much what's been going on. Um, I've got another interview coming up on Friday. Uh, it's actually going to be a video interview as well, so it'll be up on the pages on the YouTube and everything like that as a visual uh, side of things with Northman. Um, and then uh, we've got a couple ending fe- February. Like I said, this just this February we've been doing um, two shows per week, uh, and then we're going to go back to one per week uh, when we hit March. Um, and then uh, some other stuff's going to kick off as well, which is great. Oh, yes, one other thing that has kicked off. I have started a uh, a playlist on uh, Apple Music. Uh, I had a few of you sort of like say yes to playlists and what I'm listening to and what I think, you know, you guys might like and what bands I think you should be listening to and some old classics thrown in there as well. But I'm going to keep it to 20 tracks. I'm going to be updating it every week. So I'm just going to be rotating tracks. Um 
dropping some out putting some new classics in stuff like that uh this band right now are on that playlist so please go check it out and uh yeah uh, if you want to find the link for that um you come to my social pages i've posted up on my twitter page uh facebook and all that kind of good stuff so it's all there and um if you want it on spotify please let me know and i'll happily create one um but i do subscribe to apple music so that is my um sort of like streaming service of choice um when it comes to this sort of thing but please subscribe it's called dj force x uh chamber tunes um so yeah if you can find it by searching do that if not uh the link is on my page so please do click on that subscribe to it and then every week i'll just be posting up uh new songs uh that have kind of caught my ear and i think you should uh not to rhyme it but here um <laughs> um but yeah anyway uh on that terrible terrible ending just there i give you (laughs) them bloody kids enjoy I'd like to welcome to my show today, I have Seb, Darren, and Antonio from Them Bloody Kids. Welcome, guys. Uh, hello. Thank hey. you. Hello. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm great, man. I'm great. Excited to do the show. Excellent. Yeah, good. I've just been to the dentist, so I'm going to be a bit quieter than usual today. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I hope it was nothing drastic. Not, not yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and you, Antonio? I'm kind of in the same situation as Darren. My turn is tomorrow, so scared. Okay. No. Jokes aside, totally fine. Yeah, fine. Excellent, excellent. Well, here to talk about your music today. Um, you guys have been releasing um, a couple of singles recently. Um, it came to my attention when uh, you released um, Do What You Do. Um got sent that through the various channels and i really liked it and i went back and i listened to your ep the angel ep uh that you released um i was going to say last year but it was 2019 (laughs) still not escaped 2020 yet um (laughs) it didn't happen don't worry yeah yeah (laughs) so it only came out last year that's fine um and then these tracks this year that you've released um which is um do what you do which is the most recent you've got show no love and freedom of peace um before we sort of get chatting about the music as a whole um could i get some like could i get the origin story of your band because you're you're very new to me i don't know how long you guys have been around for officially um but yeah if you wouldn't mind giving me a, a sort of like a background on the band yeah that's cool uh i mean i guess it all sort of started from oh what when was that was it 2018 darren uh, we were working at the O2 Forum Kentish Town. He was my boss, and we just sort of ended up through a friend. He he needed a vocalist, guitarist, and I needed a drummer. We both love System of Down. Uh, had a few jams, and it, just, it was just perfect. Like it just had a, some sort of connection that was just really worked. It just really worked for us. And then the tunes were just sort of they just came real fast. There was really no trying with it, really. It just sort of came out. Nice. And then Antonio joined a band in uh what like january 2020 now so yeah, a year ago mm-hmm. uh, and he's just been riding the wave with us now uh through the lockdown nice and trying to get the video sorted and all that oh that's really cool i mean i really enjoyed the ep that you guys released um the angel ep um i went on my streaming service and and um 
played that because I, I, obviously I'm really enjoying your 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 current material, which is great. Um, but yeah, obviously that's brought us up to sort of like today. You guys have, um, I say, released those three singles for an upcoming album. You've got uh, called Radical Animals, um, which you're planning to release in April, I believe. Yep, yeah, excellent. My yeah. research is good. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I was just sort of like because you guys are relatively new and we've had this like this uh, pandemic there's no other word for it um how have you guys kind of like how has it treated you as a new band because obviously i've 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 I've, obviously i've spoken to other bands established and and new and all the way through the spectrum and and it's affecting everyone differently but how has it kind of affected you guys well, we had the uh, we had um, everything ready to go in early 2020. We just needed to teach Antonio the songs. We had lots of gigs booked and plans, uh, lots of uh, release schedules, the whole lot. Really, we had it all ready to go, and then we we just kept saying, you know, COVID happened, and we're like, oh, uh, well, we'll just wait, um, we'll just wait a couple of months and see what happens, and then that comes, and we'll wait months and see what happens, and eventually it got to around September, and we were fed up of waiting, so we decided to just. Make make what we could out of the situation. Make the videos and just crack on with the releases and and, and get it out there. Which brings it us to where we are now as well. Yeah. So where, where is like because I've been watching the videos as well. Like, how is that filming them in the in this sort of situation? Because obviously you have to follow certain guidelines, <laughs> quote unquote. Um, <laughs> we managed to squeeze them in in the uh, in the to periods where lockdown was lifted and we were down to like tier one or two and we managed to squeeze them in then and um, just plan them accordingly around yeah. uh, around what's happening we had a limited number of people there so it was a controlled situation yeah yeah, yeah. and we got an uh, animated video to be released with the uh, actual album so that's obviously just an animator on his own so yeah <laughs> saves us some fucking skeleton <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean the, the the quality of your videos i mean the quality of the music is great the production value and everything which we'll, we'll go into in a moment because i know you had um justin hill behind it and um but the videos themselves they're of a high quality as well like uh, do, uh, do you do those yourselves or have you got like a, a solid bunch of like a, ne- a network of people basically or friends that uh, we, we got our manager put us in touch with loki films which is uh sean hodson i think his full name is yeah and he he uh Listen to the tracks and said he'll do do them videos with us. So he he's done the the three that are out now. He's done with us, and then we're making a like sort of a more cinematic one for the demon release coming up soon cool. with somebody who said no. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. So um, when it comes to like this this album, um, what was it like? Kind of like you say you had it. I guess you had it. Rec- did you have it recorded? Beginning yeah, of twenty twenty. Yeah, we finished recording sort of. Uh, the last recording session was in like August or September 2019. Oh wow! So you've held on to this for quite a while. Yeah, it's been, I think it's been ages. Fi- I think we got the finals through at the end of November 2019. Yeah, it was just before all this pandemic kicked off, so it was a really unfortunate <laughs> time, but also really good because we've had that opportunity to you know use it to, yeah, to use and create content and just keep things rolling. Really, yeah, yeah. No, excellent. And what was it like working with Justin Hill as a producer? Oh, that was amazing. I mean, he, he, as a as like a, a vocal coach as well. When you're working with him, it was fantastic. He just he he just understood the sound of the band when we told him. We showed him the tracks, sort of the raw versions of the tracks, the demos, and 
obviously through the performance, he just sort of understood it more. And when it came to him producing it and sending it through, I mean, the first mix we got of the, the next single that we're going to release was the one that we decided to go with because it was just so perfect. He understood it so much. He just got our vibe. Nice. And it was a pleasure to work with him. Uh, fantastic. Really, really fantastic. Yeah. And he, he- he lets you. He lets you. I mean, we've got a few silly bits in our album where we're doing like a few silly vocal lines or, or bits that we've thrown in. But he really, he really pushes you to put that in. Yeah, like, you to to do your thing as well. It gives you the extra nudge. Yeah, yeah it builds the character of the, of the track for sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's not that um, I've because I've, I've I've worked with a couple of producers myself. Um, I've known Justin since his days in Sixth and everything as well. So it's just sort of like a good producer because i've heard uh, nothing good i've never worked with him as a like producer music um maker on that front but from what i've heard he does let the band express themselves which is great like a lot of uh, i've i've seen a lot of um producers that can kind of force certain things into bands like a certain sound use a certain amp so you get that kind of not generic guitar sound but their guitar sound they're happy with um and stuff like that but um no that's really cool he's like like because he can like when they leave like the quirks of the band in the the whether it's an in joke a sense of humor or certain you know things you just want to put on there you feel that inspiration to do that and um yeah i've heard very good things about justin on that front yeah, every, everything. I mean, even from just, we spent like a day sorting out the guitar tone, using different pedals, all, all, all sorts of different things, just trying to just shape that sound that we really wanted and honing on it. Because obviously it was creating this new band sound, finding something to fit, finding somewhere in the universe to fit in terms of sound. Mm. And he was just so great at like guiding us through that, you know, because it can be quite messy. It can be quite a, a crazy situation. And he just gave us a little bit of stability through that like and, and helped us like pick out the good sounds and put it all together and make it into what we've got now which we're really really happy with nice. like, a, like a musical spirit guide exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent so um, what like obviously you've mentioned you've got a new video coming um, have you got any other plans like for this week because it looks like we're going to be sort of showless for I would say probably well I don't want to be too pessimistic but the majority of 2021 um so what sort of stuff have you guys kind of if you've got anything uh, have you got planned for people I think we're thinking once we manage to get Antonio back into the UK Uh, smuggling him in on the back of a lorry or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> once we get him in, then we'll be able to do some some jamming and hopefully get some live videos on sort of all the streaming sites and okay. YouTube. Right? You know, we've got to try and adapt, really, trying yeah. to get maybe some bi-weekly content and stuff like that on YouTube that we can just push constantly while we're trying to re- re-record next music, you know, the next stuff. Yeah, I, d- I didn't realise, Antonio, I didn't realise you were still in Italy. No, don't worry. <laughs> I don't have tons of pasta around me, so it was quite confusing. Yeah. Uh, We've still got... We, I mean, the album's out on the 23rd of April and the two singles from now till then, which gives us um, about six months, really, of pushing that before yeah. we before we crack on with all the other content. And then and we, we're, we're going to start writing the uh, second album. Seb's got loads of ideas already, and we just want to get in a studio somewhere and start knocking that out so it's ready to go by 2022. Yeah. Yeah, lockdown's got me spewing riffs out. I'm just like, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good. We <laughs> actually started to work on something uh, before this old situation, and it was amazing. The yeah, few things right. that we started to make really good to work in a sort of creative way with Antonio as well, because we hadn't had the like the opportunity really to write with him until before until before it all kicked off. So we yeah. were just getting started, and then it all sort of split us apart. So Antonio, how how did you get involved with these guys? What was your sort so, of so? In a very simple way, basically, me and Seb went to the same university, um, ICMP in London, and basically, um, a friend of mine told me that there was this amazing band looking for a bass player, and 
he tried to enter in the band just because he is like an amazing guy who's trying everything. Uh, but he's playing like folk music in, in I would say, instrumental, um, experimental music. So he said, uh, you know, I think this band maybe, uh, I will not give them a, a try. It's not my thing, but you are perfect for them. So why not? And <laughs> it was weird because um, I'm studying production. So um, all producers, at least for my experience, are like small, um, how can I say, uh, nerdy students, yeah. uh, all just playing with their computers and stuff. <laughs> and it was quite difficult for me, you know, to just um, go out and say, yeah, I can play bass, I can be in a band. Um, even if I was in bands before. Uh, but it was that, how can I say, um, very important step for me. And as soon as I met Seb, it was magic since the first moment. I mean, uh, we clicked immediately and I was super happy about that. Yeah, we took him on tour and he was perfect. Yes. He played his first, he played his like first gigs in the UK and he was buzzing. He did a great job and it was like, it was magic. It, made, it just made sense to have him in the band and he's got the image for it as everything. And look at him ripping the merch. I'm proud of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, see that. I did see that. <laughs> No, that's awesome. I mean, that, that's I mean, that's really cool. Obviously, you guys sort of you know being co- college mates and stuff and whatnot. So um, yeah, no, that's I, I just, it's it's one of those things. I'm like trying to sort of like um, when I'm talking to bands, I'm I'm not trying to avoid the COVID situation. I'm trying to sort of see what what ideas are coming from you guys because I've seen I've spoken to a bunch. They've done like one's done uh, like a live stream, a full production. Like they had a this company put together a live gig for them, basically recorded it and then they put it out behind a paywall and their fans got to watch it and all that kind of stuff um but then i saw avatar they've they're, well, they're still doing it they're doing this like four night um production basically and they're taking you through like fan picked set lists but they're all themed and everything and the sort of production on that is crazy yeah, that's cool. they're, they're sort of like upper level but you know i was just like it's, it's always it's always got i mean being a sort of like former sort of like touring musician and everything myself and 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 just sort of seeing you guys adapt to this situation i could never i, I can't see myself like being i don't know i don't know, I'll say that creative but just sort of like being able to handle it because i at the moment i dj or supposed to dj nightclubs like rock clubs here in the yep. uk and um they've been closed since march like with everything else so it's almost yep. been a year without a gig for myself, but I've kind of like now started to kind of adopt the more live streaming side of things. So I'm doing like virtual club nights and all that kind of stuff using like a setup like this, like Zoom or well, this yeah. is actually Skype, but <laughs> um, but like yeah. having people that the people are dressing up, people are like putting their makeup on, people are like, you know, and they're dancing away in their houses. And it's just like, it's a weird, like, it's not weird. It's a great community, I should say on that front but it's just like watching everyone adapt and evolve into the situation we're in which is you know it's quite good to see that we can kind of um do that if you will yeah i think as well people people like need that sort of community feel especially even when we're locked inside people need to be able to experience stuff with each other yeah and having these sort of live stream gigs is, is like an opportunity for people to have have at least a little taster of what it used to be like yeah, and just see that see their favorite bands and see their favorite you know listen to their favorite music in an environment where other people are enjoying themselves. Yeah, that's important, you know, because it's been twenty twenty was a tough year for everyone, sort of mental health wise as well, and having having those sorts of things to keep yourself sort of on a more positive outlook on life. It's it's really important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
and that that's because i like that last year that really hit me from doing like performing aspect side of things but then also i'm i'm a father of three got a wife got a dog and 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 it's just sort of like you you i feel responsible for everyone but then i wasn't taking care of myself as such i was burying myself in various projects um i did like something stupid like 52 podcasts over the first lockdown which is madness, madness. like when i look back on it now i'm like that's mad but i look back on it, i look at the guests that i had and i'm like actually some of those were pretty damn cool um <laughs> but it was too many and then the second one happened and and where i work we're kind of back in work but we're not um and now this third one i'm like i've kind of hopefully at that time i have good and bad days where some days i'm feeling it some days i'm not um yeah but yeah no it's, it's i mean it's a big thing i like to talk about anyway is the mental health side of things any because it's something that affects me on a personal level i i i yeah, am, too, yeah. i'm prescribed medication to deal with my um mental health issues and um you know and that's something i'm going to be taking for a long time you know i don't think there's sort of like a it's, it's a it's a long game it's not a short game with those yeah, uh, sort of not, things and, and there's no shame in sort of taking these things and it's like it's great to raise awareness by talking about them you know yeah exactly like say, it's okay to get the help that you need and to take the medication you need if, if you feel that it's making your life better and yeah. make, it makes it easy to cope with and stuff you know yeah because I, I try to deal with it like uh, by other means like um just sort of like you know yoga um uh meditation stuff like that but i didn't always have i couldn't i couldn't commit like get fully into that side of it and then eventually i was i was always kind of like hesitant about medication as a whole just because of my attitude and the way i grew up and everything um but it has helped me tenfold i must say and my like family have noticed and stuff as well so yeah, I mean, it's a really daunting thing, you know, medication. Get starting a, like a cycle of medication can be something really daunting for people, and it can be something that like it can really help you, you know, if you, yeah. if it, if it's what you want, if it's what you need, you know. Yeah. Um, it's good that we're touching on these issues anyway, because the new video is based around you know that kind of thing as well, um, suicide and mental mental mm. illnesses. So uh, it it kind of ties in with what we've been doing lately as well. But we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly and that i mean that's the important thing is to talk about it and um and that's what's been great about doing this this podcast is actually talking to other people like i said i've got i've got my family here but they're they're sort of homeschooling and 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 you know i'm working from home my wife's working from home and so we're all kind of in our little bubbles if you will um but it's helped to talk to other people like have conversations regardless whether it's specifically about the mental health side of things or if it's just about music or comedy or whoever i've got on the show um and then obviously with my work as well i work with a team of people and we we have daily meetings and stuff as well so that helps um but yeah no definitely i mean that's i like to talk about it on my podcast because it's you know it's my podcast for a start yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully it'll help someone else to talk about it with someone else or or you know bring up a point about something else and everything like that so and i did notice on, on your video as well like say um darren uh, like with that sort of side of things that kind of like uh mental health aspect to it as well which was really cool which i was going to bring it on to but thank you for bringing that up <laughs> Yeah, we wanted to, to swap the Samaritans number on the end there because, uh, and and some for the for like some people watching in the USA as well. We just wanted to make sure that the people knew that there were actually helplines and stuff. For yeah. if you are feeling super low and you need someone to talk to, you, you don't feel like your friends or family are the people that you can turn to. Then there are people, like the absolute angels, that work on these call centers. You know, that can talk to you and can make you at least sort of see it from a different perspective. Yeah. 
and just like help you out you know yeah definitely definitely um so I've got a couple of questions left for you guys, if that's all right, and then I can let you, yeah, cool. let you get on with the rest of your evenings and stuff. Um, so what I want to find out from you, each of you, um, are your... Um, it's kind of where your sort of influences lie, but what are the three um, pinnacle albums for each of you? The one that kind of, like, for instance, the one that made you want to pick up an instrument or the one that wanted to make you sing? You know, everyone's got that album that, that kind of like, fuck, I want to do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um so I'll go yeah, with a, I already played drums. Um, I was in a, a, in a strict, quite a strict religion growing up, so I didn't really get to listen to music that wasn't church music. But I already started playing drums in the church. Okay, and then someone at school showed me "By the Way" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice, and then that that was it from there. And I immediately got down from "By the Way" into "System of a Down," and then. <laughs> <laughs> and my drumming kind of came from that funk, funk from this uh, funk from the. Um, chili peppers and then straight into metal with system of a down yeah nice and then it really gave me a big push <laughs> towards rock cool yeah i'll turn it in what do you want to oh. go uh yeah um for me i would say in utero from nirvana uh just because it was my baptism basically in rock music i found this cd on the street someone left it there and I had, I think, 13 years old. I found it, and I, <laughs> after one day, I couldn't stop listening. Nice. Uh, and then, straight away, from Nirvana to Slipknot, actually, in a matter of one year. <laughs> All right. So yeah. I think okay. my second choice will be <laughs> Subliminal Versus. Nice. <laughs> um, and then, I, I don't know, I usually don't pick a third position because I'm still waiting for another change in my music taste okay. and life in general. So, but at this moment of my life, I would say the soundtrack for Doom. Oh, nice. So yeah. Mick Gordon is an amazing composer, producer, slash everything. So I love that album. Excellent. What about you, uh, I'd say, well, so I was, when I was like very, very young, I was surrounded by sort of David Bowie, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, Queen, uh, all, all sorts of different sort of things, um, but then I and it's a, it's not it's not an album, but it's a film. I watched School of Rock, and it might sound very like nice. uh, you know. <laughs> and at the time, I was playing sort of acoustic folk guitar, finger picking stuff um, with nylon strings, and then and I played cello as well. It was like all very classical stuff. And then I listened, to, I watched that film, and I was just like, "That's what I want to do. Like, that is exactly what I want to do." And like the next day, I got my parents to buy me an electric guitar. And from from then, the, the, my taste just got heavier and heavier. I remember in 2013 when I saw System of a Down Life for the first time. I'd never heard of them before. Nice. And uh, I, I watched them and then uh, mesmerized and hypnotized them albums. I just smashed them for probably about the next sort, well, until now. Yeah. So 10 years. How old are you? I was 20 odd when they came out. <laughs> 23 now. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and, and in terms of, yeah, I think just the whole, I mean, for me, the whole System of Down discography would be my sort of, uh, like, evolution through music, because it started with radio video, uh, with like radio video, those classic tracks, yeah, and then into the sort of earlier stuff with like Mind and Soil and all them dirtier tracks, I really love, you know. Nice. I always got back to their first album, though, it's just... I know it was one that was missed when it first came out, but it was just so good. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great it, album. It was funny that first album. I remember. I, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when it came out. Um, but like, <laughs> the, it got absolutely panned. Like 
critically it got panned that's why people a lot of people kind of i think missed yeah. it um it was like all is forgiven cold chamber please come back was one of the reviews i think terrorizer did quite famously um yeah. <laughs> and 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 stuff like that but i love that album like sweet pea and um yeah. uh fuck, what's the other tracks i mean there's loads of tracks on that album but yeah no i remember when that came out first time around mr. I, hey mr jack mr jack was on yeah. that one yeah um, and i saw them um oh, i saw them a couple of times live actually i think at the astoria and stuff when that was around um and supporting i think i know it was reading festival i think i saw them as well like back when they sort of like first couple of albums and stuff like toxicity and everything um I'm jealous, man. Jealous. I wish I could have seen him back then. Like I've only seen him at festivals since 2013. Yeah, and obviously, uh, bless him. But Serge's voice isn't the same it used to be. No, <laughs> no. Um, but no, I mean they're, they're a fantastic band. I mean School of Rock as well. I love that movie. I, you know, I, I mean Jack Black is kind of one of my like <laughs> idols on that front. Um, but no, that's same. same. Yeah, that School of Rock um, film is great. Um, not so much the TV show anymore, but because uh, kids try to watch that, no. and uh, it wasn't. As no, good. I've not watched that. <laughs> it's, it's it's blasphemy. Yeah, and um, <laughs> Antonio, you finding in the Turo by Nirvana like that must have been fate on that level because it's just that's a fantastic album to it like, just to find, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then going from Gifted that to like, the universe. Say again. Sorry? gifted by the universe yes <laughs> it was meant to be okay. then, yeah it was destiny basically yeah and then and then going from that like to say slipknot which is like kind of across the spectrum of of the sort of you know rock and metal genre it's um yeah i mean subliminal verse is a fantastic album um, um i'm a big fan of slipknot as well um again i'm old enough to remember when the first album came out um, <laughs> but i saw them on one of their first uk shows like in london and and they were absolutely fucking manic like this was again at the london astoria and um the dj was like jumping off the balcony and i think he actually ended up hurting a fan but <laughs> but it was absolutely it was the craziest <laughs> show i've been to because it's kind of it was highly enclosed and you got to think that sort of like I mean, if you've seen them now, it's quite crazy on a festival level. Yeah. But when you're in a sort of like, I say, a small small venue, so it was like a 2,000, 1,500, I think, capacity. But like in the pit when I was younger and that, like it was absolutely manic. It was like them, Deftones and Corn. I saw at that venue. Oh, wow. And those three like... Wow um like different they were different gigs it wasn't the same gig thankfully because i would have died <laughs> um, but like being in the pit for those like back when it was like that raw and like that aggressive it was crazy um yeah but i can imagine yeah i'm, I'm reminiscing and making you feel jealous now aren't i so <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i mean on to my um last question i was just sort of like curious i'm always curious about other people's uh, like hobbies and stuff so if you guys have got any hobbies and stuff you're getting up to apart from music um what other stuff do you guys do ps5 uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> diving but obviously yeah. i've not done that now in a year yes yeah, so you know i managed to go to uh on holiday in September when we were allowed and did a week of diving in Malta so that was good nice um, but yeah I can't remember what I used to do for fun other than video games <laughs> <laughs> that's the wrong with yeah, video games like anything outside of the house is just null, null and void now yeah we, all we, memories we, have gone. we play a lot of nerdy, nerdy uh, board games in our house oh, like yes. Dark, Dark Souls a board game or Risk Lord nice. of the Rings I, I love a bit of Risk yeah <laughs> Risk is good oh, fun yeah. 
bit of a nerd, really. That's my response, anyway. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I, I don't mind. That's a why good... we get the longles. Yeah, I like. I like. No, I've got like behind me here. I've got a uh, bunch of Games Workshop stuff. I've got a load of board games in the house. I got my good. kids into D and D during lockdown. Oh, just yes. I like... just started a new campaign, and I'm <laughs> so obsessed with that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I ran a campaign in um, April for two months as well with the, with my housemates. Nice, so that was good. Still yet to play, but I'd love to. <laughs> we will, don't worry. Yeah, we have to. We have to. I, I have uh, motorbikes. I've been ran motorbikes for a few years, but I just had my um, Ducati stolen. So oh shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sadness. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, that was ruthless. That that was just when yeah, it was like just as we were going back into lockdown, everything was going to shit, and then they, they broke into my. Uh, it was in it was in a sealed compartment, and it was all locked up. But it was a proper professional job. They'd come in and targeted it because it was a really expensive bike. And yeah, they uh, they they managed to work out the code and call their mates and get a van and you know, have all the tools and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, wow. cool. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, good. Crazy. Uh, what about you, Seb? What about your hobbies and stuff? I I watch a lot of football. Spot Raw from United. Cool. Uh, up, up the Millers. Uh, <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I don't have any time other than doing. Like, you know, I've got I'm seeing my girlfriend a lot, and then I just do music and I have to do the social media, doing the Instagram and the Facebook and the Twitter, and just dealing with content, and trying to get something to post every day. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is. Yeah, and that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I play a bit of game. I, I do, but do play a bit of COD. Um, <laughs> that's about it, really. I, do, my, I spend most of my day on my phone trying to promote stuff. Really, fair enough. That can be a hobby in itself. Just don't let it become yeah, an addiction. Hobby or just sort of work <laughs> hobby. Yeah, work hobby. <laughs> yes. And you, Antonio. What about you? Uh, for me, something that uh, good that happened actually during this lockdown, I get into uh, filming, like video shooting, video editing, nice. and. It's very interesting. I'm delving into that. Um, let's see how it goes. I, it can definitely uh, be something good for the band as well. We yeah. started to record some videos when I was there. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, in general, as Darren said, like geeky stuff, like board games, Dinos and Dragons. Um, but I'm a big, big fan of also occult stuff, like esoteric, black magic, yep. and tarot. Above nice. everything else, tarot. Excellent. Cool. Well, guys, thank you very much. Um, I, you. I really appreciate your time and everything. Good luck uh, Cheers. with Cheers. with the singles and the album. I will be playing it on my on my radio show as well. I have a separate show to this, so um, they will be getting some airtime on Total Rock and stuff like that. Um, I think it's actually you've already been played quite a few times on Total Rock as well, I believe, um, by other DJs. So. Um, <laughs> I get I get like the weekly like playlist and stuff sent through to me because I'm part of their um, online content team. So um, I got the stats, but I did notice you guys were starting to get played by different like DJs and stuff. So um, hopefully we'll give you a bit more coverage on there. Nice awesome. one, thank you, and all that thank kind you. of stuff. And then uh, once we're sort of back up and running and things like that, we'll get you guys in for a proper. I mean, I'm not saying this isn't a proper interview, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get you guys in properly for that and, and we'll try and, uh, you know, get some more stuff sorted out because I'm really enjoying it and I, I know a few of the other guys are enjoying it as well, so. Brilliant. Oh, I'm glad to hear that you guys are enjoying it. Yeah, cool. That's why, that's why we do it, you know? That's why we do it, so. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Great, thank you for that. Yeah, thank you so much, man. No worries, Darren, Seb, Antonio. Thank you very much, guys. 
Take it easy. Yeah. Have a yeah, good take one. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.